guys, how are you doing? I hope you're having a good week so far. Welcome to my podcast, Surrender and Manifest. I'm Dr. Sammy. I'm a medical doctor. Several years ago, I became obsessed with inner work, understanding how the mind works and why is it that we often feel held back by habits or patterns of thinking that we feel powerless to break. And through this exploration, I have created this podcast. Each week, I bring to you an inspiring personal message and I will share with you actionable steps that you can take to help unlock your inner potential and bring about success in your life and really enjoy the process as well, because I think sometimes we tend to forget that. Welcome to the Surrender at Manifest podcast. So excited to dive in with you. Hello guys, I hope you're okay and I hope you're having the most amazing week ever. In the previous episode, I spoke about the concept of psychology which is called as mattering and why is mattering important in our life. I have been studying about it more, geeking on it. It was really interesting when I read more about it. I don't know if I'm going to even stop reading about it. So in this episode, I'm going to discuss about some steps which you can take to actually introduce the concept of mattering in your life, in your children's life especially. So you see, if you tell children that they matter, the children, adolescents from a very young age, if they're told that they matter, that will really help them in becoming strong and resilient individuals in the future. Let's discuss about some steps that you can take. I have got 11 steps for you. So these steps are specifically targeted at children. So I hope you get something from them. So step number one is to prioritize your mental health. So make sure that your mental health as a parent is intact. So if you're a primary caregiver, you have to make sure that your mental health is intact, especially when your child is upset. He depends on you for developing resilience, for that support. So if your own mental health would not be intact, how are you going to support them? So it is very, very crucial that you treat your mental health as a priority. Step number two is developing a good support system. This is a continuation from step one and what I mean by developing a good support system is having people around you who support you, who help you, who believe in you. We have seen a lot of patients in COVID who have had a lot of mental health problems, even children, adolescents, teenagers, they were coming with a lot of mental health issues, stress, anxiety, depression. COVID has not helped with loneliness. So when children see their primary caregivers modeling good friendships and having good meaningful relationships with people around them and having a good support system that in turn helps them because children develop their resilience as well so what i want you to do is to really think deep about what you can do to prioritize your mental health today and then in the long term as well step number three is how can they contribute to the world so we have to speak with children about how can they contribute to the world in a meaningful way what are their strengths how do they see themselves how can they be a part of the world the community in which they can help and be a meaningful part in that way when you reduce the intensity of achievement pressure on children that is when that creative voice in children gets louder. Step number four, make sure that you do not put achievement pressure on children. I remember when I saw a relative of mine doing this to somebody who I know, there's this little girl, she was doing something and she was told that no, you will never be able to achieve that. And I instantly corrected the person at that time and I said, no, you will be able to do it. Then I obviously explained to the adult who was present there as well that we have to encourage the child's self-esteem, their self worth 
should not be dependent on their performance. So as a parent, you need to ensure that you do not put achievement pressure on children. I think the whole toxic achievement culture is getting promoted a lot at school and that is putting immense amount of pressure and children are buckling under that pressure. Every primary caregiver needs to ensure that they do not put achievement pressure on their children. That is the only time children can thrive. Step number five is get to really know your child. What are the qualities or traits that your child possesses that makes him stand out from the rest of the world? Is it their personality? Is it their sense of humor? Their specific behaviors? Are they kind, generous, anything of that sort. Children also like to hear when we tell them their specific quality, their specific trait, and that is when they believe in you as well. Children usually know when you're praising them for no reason at all. And that is why you will notice that when you just praise children for no particular reason, a child is always able to pick up on that. So make sure that you get to really know your child. Step number six is minimizing criticism. Criticism can really cause a lot of pressure for our kids. Our job is to ensure that our homes are a safe place for kids where there's a lot of affection and a lot of love. So start with minimizing criticism. That in turn helps promote well-being, helps children maximize their potential and encourages more constructive form of interaction as well. Step number seven, tell your child that you love them unconditionally. Always be looking for opportunities to tell your child that you love them unconditionally. Tell them, show them repetitively that they are worthy for who they are at their core, not their failures, not their success, not their achievements. You have to do this repetitively. It is a daily thing which you need to do. Tell them that you see them, you understand them, you appreciate them. I started doing this a long time ago with the children in my house and I remember that I did that the first time with my niece a few years ago. I used to say to her, thank you, I appreciate you. And now it's a thing in our household that we appreciate each other in that way. So tell them, I appreciate you, I love you, I understand you. You've made my day. I'm really grateful for having you in my life. So, you know, just these examples that show them that you are grateful for having them around and you love them unconditionally. Step number eight is listen carefully and pay attention. Attention is a key component of mattering and it involves being noticed by others. The feeling of being seen and heard. Make sure that you listen very carefully to children when they're talking to you. Make sure your heart is open when you listen to them. Acknowledging, summarizing, being accepting and open to them. And one thing which I've noticed works with children, I've seen that working with my patients as well, is repeating to them really helps. So acknowledge and then summarize to them what they spoke about so that, you know, you have the same understanding as them. Step number nine is asking meaningful questions. Asking them questions like, what made you happy today? Did something happen which made your day? What was the toughest part? What was the easiest part? What did you enjoy today? who made your day? Did you do something special today? What are you grateful for? What did somebody do today that made you happy? What did somebody do today that made you cross? So, you know, asking them really deep, meaningful, thoughtful questions, which make them think as well. Step number 10 is being present. Mindfulness and being present is a key component in promoting well-being, in making sure that you make your children resilient, that their mental health is on point. This has been backed up by science and research as well. I was reading up this research and there are three key times when we should be really present with children. The first is three minutes after they wake up. The second is three minutes after they arrive home from school or nursery, daycare, wherever they've been. 
and the last is three minutes before they just go to sleep that sets the tone and the intention for the day and even uh, when you do that at night that helps the next day be better as well and the last one step number 11 is physical touch i cannot stress more about it so physical touch is very important for human beings in general anyway so much that it has been discussed about love languages and it's so kiss your children play with them hug them give them a pat in the back high five fist bump whatever can promote physical touch because that increases the levels of dopamine it, this has been backed up by science as well that in turn it improves self-confidence and performance i hope you enjoyed this episode make sure to let me know how you get on with these so much love to you so much for listening to today's episode and thank you for inviting me into your life as you drive to work or run errands or even at your workout if you like the episode one of the best ways to show support is to subscribe to my podcast so that you don't miss any future episodes leave a five-star review on apple podcasts or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast or share the episode on instagram or on any social media platform where you like to hang out i'm so grateful for your support can't wait to hear from you so much love to you 